Yes. Yes. Love it. You know, our show is ever evolving. Our show is just ever evolving. New things happening all the time. But I come I sometimes wonder, you know, what what was the reason we we kind of got it started? I felt like a big part of it was just reconnecting with people, you know? Yeah. Con- connecting with uh, you know, the bands fans, music fans, just human beings. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It's really because when we have a year and a half off between tours, we do miss our fans and uh, miss that interaction. Uh, so we're, we're starved for it. We're looking, we're continuing to look for that attention we need to feed when, our, our. When our, we have a year and a half off between tours, <laughs> uh, to, to be clear, we've never had a year and a half off yeah. between tours since our career began. So this uh, this we're gonna, this episode we're going to do some fan questions. We asked the fans to send us some videos to ask us just whatever the heck they want. So uh, Dave, you want to see some? We we haven't seen these. Yeah, not been screened. And we want to try to get to all of them, right? But there's a bunch, so we're not going to do all of them today. We're going to do some. They're coming in in droves. <laughs> what is a drove? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> coming in in droves. I don't know what a drove is. That's a good question. I hope somebody asks that. Today. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess I hope somebody doesn't ask it because we're not going to be able to answer it. <laughs> so awesome. All right, let's uh, let's get to our first question. Let's try one. Okay. Hey, y'all. My name is Alexia, and I'm from Oklahoma. And my question is, if you could make a new record anywhere in the world, where would you do it, and why would you choose that place? Mm. Alexia from OK. Uh, that's a good question. Dave, what do you think? Well, it's, it's interesting because we're definitely, we're not necessarily the kind of band that ever records, like, you know, uh, in the most comfortable places we like to take ourselves out of our comfort zones to go and make records and uh you know for a lot of us we lived in vancouver and we did a bunch of our records in california and then you know we've done our last few records in london england which was has been amazing honestly i've loved being sort of completely removed from just like the regular world and feeling just immersed in the in the process so we are the kind of band that, you know, we could, I could see us going somewhere and, and recording somewhere strange. Uh, yeah. If we could go anywhere and record anywhere, oh, that is a tough question. I would say probably the island where, uh, from the TV show Lost. Is that Hawaii or something? Yeah, but the real island. <laughs> you know? Not, not, not Hawaii. 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 Yeah. You know what? Scratch that. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii would be amazing. We could go to the place where they film Lost and, re- and, re- and jam, Dave. We could come up with some song ideas on the beach. You know what we get done on the beach? Nothing. We would. Mm-hmm. You know, Starting to think maybe that record that wouldn't be as the productive as, yeah. uh, you know, like rainy London. It's like that's hmm, right. It's another rainy day in London. What are we going to do? Well, let's get back to making the record. Uh, that's, what else is there to do? Yeah. Well, it's fun looking out the window with your cup of tea. Yep. And then just looking at all the. Yeah, I don't know Sweden. 
Maybe yeah, we've actually there. talked about one. that a little bit, doing uh, a record in, in Sweden, and I think it sounds really exciting and uh, interesting to think about that. Who knows? We could do a record, uh, our next record back in the States, or uh, we really don't know. But my, if I could pick a place, let's just go with Hawaii. I like it. Yeah. I'm into it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do our next record in Hawaii. Thank you for that suggestion. <laughs> I don't think that was even a question. I think that was a suggestion. I'll uh, take it. Sweet. There you go. Thanks, Alexia. Next question. Let's do it. Hi, Tyler and Dave. It's Nicholas from Ohio. My question is, if you had to play an either standard or drop tune for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? That's easy. Standard for me. Yeah, it's the same for me, standard. You know, I kind of think about just like how I play guitar at home and, and how I utilize it when I'm just uh, when I'm off, not, not touring. And a lot of it is just my playing my acoustic guitar, strumming songs, playing songs. Kind of like how I picture my dad just like sitting at the kitchen table with his book of songs, strumming his guitar. You know, I think you need standard. That's just like if you if you want to play a bunch of songs. Yeah. You, you got to be able to play standard tuning. I think my acoustic is in drop D in my living room right now. And so I'll go pick it up and I'll go to play something and you don't know it's in drop D until you hit that the D and you're like, no, right. ah, you blew it. And then it kind of ruins the whole vibe. You're like, oh, this is really cool. I don't know. Yeah, the drop D thing is cool for like chugging and riffs. But but yeah, when you want to play guitar, I, I always just like ah, tune it up. Yeah, like it's old fast. Yeah, I felt like uh, the drop D for me was really, you know, almost like when I was first starting to learn to play, it became this kind of neat trick to kind of just you know, change the way you approached writing riffs. And it was interesting because, you know, it was, it almost felt like cheating when you first, when you first learned drop D, you were like, Whoa, this blew my mind here. It's not make yeah. these monster chords with one finger. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's not even a chord. It's, it's actually just a, it's an, it's a, yeah, it's not even a chord. Five, it's only two five notes. Chord. It's a five chord. Yeah. It's a five. Yeah. So it always felt like cheating, and but but you know what? It was it's fun because you know like uh, I, th I I think of like uh, being you know, when you first started writing, trying to write guitar parts and riffs. You know the drop D, it felt so comfortable, like you could just get in there and just like write something, and it just felt, you know, that's how you write heavy stuff. It's yeah, and it almost like you outgrow it almost, and you're like ah, drop D, I just you know it has a time and a place, it has a time and a place now. That's it. That's the that's a great way to end it. There's a time and a place for drop D. And thanks, <laughs> Nicholas. I don't know if people call you Nick, but maybe we'll see you at the next show, bro. Ohio. Yeah, we, I love talking uh, guitar and stuff like that. We've we've rapped a little bit about maybe doing a a gear kind of guitar episode. We should we should get to that sometime. Let's do it. Next question. How many theory tattoos have you seen on people? Because I know I have one. I'm just wondering if you could give a guesstimate. Oh, 
Ooh, it would definitely be double digits looking at like, I would say in our lifetime, how many theory tattoos have we seen? There's quite a few. Uh, hundreds. I don't know. We see them every show. Mean Greet. Yeah. Every, there's always a fan in every Mean Greet that has a theory tattoo. Autographs. They've got our, our autographs tattooed from the last time we saw them. Lyrics, yeah. a lot of lyrical lyric tattoos. Uh, uh, the Angel of Death from the first record. That's tattoos. right. Yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah, I remember. I think I've seen one with the the four skulls autographs. But anytime someone wants you to autograph them, they they'll say like, "I want to get this tattooed." So you're like, "Are you sure? <laughs> this won't come off. Are you sure you want to get my name tattooed on you?" And they're like, "Yep." Okay, but then so and then you put it like, okay, then then I'll make it look good instead of yeah. putting a half-ass uh, effort into get it. Get out of your kid. Let me, yeah, <laughs> let me make it look good for you. You know what? I'm gonna do something special for you, kid. Make it look good. Well, like it's You're tattooing uh, it. It's funny when you join a band too, because like the autograph thing just happens. It's not like you prepare for it. It's not like you sit at home and like on a piece of paper. Right. Mm, no. You know, it's just like, someone's like, can you sign this? You're like, sure. And you're like, spell out your whole name, like yep. the crayon. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's funny, like when and I go sudden, somewhere. They drop, then they drop 500 CD booklets in front of you and they're like, sign these. And then your signature goes from every letter to just a couple letters and a lot of lines. Just yeah. some lines. I even stopped doing the L's in my last name. I just now it's like TC. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, exactly. Sign these 1,000 booklets. You don't have to sign them today. And then it's like, nope, you said. Oh. <sighs> Arm is like, burning. Yeah, got to get them done. <laughs> That's kind of gone away a little bit too, actually, the CD booklet thing, just because there's not uh, as many copies of that kind of thing. We start Now we're just like signing vinyls and stuff like that, which is, which is awesome. Uh, the, the lady that asked that question didn't say her name or where she's from, but I'm going to say she looks like a Kelly. I was to hmm. guess. Hmm. A Kelly from Cali. Maybe she's from Cali. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe she's a Cali from Kelly. Oh. Maybe her mom. Oh. It's hard to know for sure. We'll never know. We'll <laughs> never know. Next question. <laughs> what up, Tyler? What up, Dave? This is Austin from Oklahoma City. I've gotten to meet you guys here a couple times over the years at the good old Diamond Ballroom. Uh, fellas, today my question is, uh, well, I'm a big fan of you guys, obviously, um, but I'm also a huge country music fan. And what I'm curious about is, is there a group or just a song that you guys have talked about covering uh, on one of your future albums, or even if it's just a single or on an EP, if if uh, you guys are into country music as well, and, and if so, how much, and, and what's someone in particular you'd like to cover? Appreciate it, fellas. That's uh, yeah. that's Austin from Oklahoma. A lot Not, of Oklahoma. Yeah. Maybe we need to make our record in Oklahoma, although there's tornadoes there. That's the alley, baby. It's it's the alley. Tornadoes. Let's, let's answer this question. Are we country music fans first? Uh, I mean, I got, I almost think of country music as like probably my first musical love. My dad was a huge country music fan, and he liked all the... The outlaws, you know, the highwaymen, Willie Nelson and 
Waylon Jennings and all that stuff. And so I kind of feel like in a weird way, I cut some of my musical teeth on, on country music and it holds a very dear place, you know, in my heart. And I, I don't know you personally, I know that you write, you definitely write some stuff with a country feel. So you must have some country influence. Uh, well, more Southern rock. Like our first record was very Southern rock. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, uh, we could definitely do some country stuff. Any songs? I mean, I've done some country covers. I think I, I sent some clips of some, like some Toby Keith and some Garth Brooks. Um, but uh, we had, you know, uh, Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats uh, sang and played guitar on one of our songs, which was a song called Live My Life Like a Country Song. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's always a little bit of that country flair and the stuff that we do, like even songs like hate my life that was almost like a friends in low places kind of feel where it was just like a guy and a guitar so yeah but uh i don't know i i don't see why not it might be cool to do uh i like uh covering wise i could see like doing like sturgill simpson or something he's got this you know cool kind of experimental sound he's doing some some I don't know, kind of new stuff in country. I think it could be cool to find something. He actually has done like a Nirvana cover and, and on on some of his records. So it, it almost seems like it would be a perfect marriage, a little Sturgill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. There you go. Yeah. Good Let's question. look into I it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks, Austin. Uh, let's do let's do another one. How many more we got? We got some. I don't really more. know to tell you the truth. Uh, we got just one thousand, Dave. One thousand. We can't get to them all, but here we go. Hey guys, so if something were to happen and you could no longer be musicians, what is something that you think you would want to really do for the rest of your life? Something you think you would really enjoy? I look forward to the answers. Thanks, guys. Great question. Because we probably thought about this a lot in the early days. <laughs> what am I going to do with my life when this is all over? I love this, the setting. Uh, so if something were to happen, so you couldn't do your job, like here and there, we are sitting at COVID. home, we're like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm, well, Let's start a podcast. That, that <laughs> I thought about this is awesome. And you know, what's funny is that you don't, often you don't think about this really. And in, in, I don't anyway, at too, too much length, like, you know, what would I do? Because it, I just I don't feel like I need to put too much energy into what would I do. But you know, I've sent uh, sent you a few things. Like I sent you some astronomy classes and stuff that yep. I keep seeing that pop up, and there and I, I have this interest in like kind of you know doing some kind of uh, uh, education in astronomy. Going back to school. And, and, not necessarily going back to school. I don't want to be Rondy Dangerfield and back to school. And I'm like, hey, 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 I'm on the swim team doing the triple <laughs> axel. <at> the... <laughs> Even though I think I could pull that off. <laughs> I love it. There's four people that know what movie that is. What was the, he used to do the bum drop and he'd go from, yeah. what was it called? It was called the triple. Was it? Oh, it was no. so good. Uh, oh my God, what a great. Yeah, you would be totally, uh, hey, hey. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> So I definitely think that uh, I'd love to do something something to do with outer space. You know, take some classes. Astronaut. Go and discover some stars or or some kind of like planet-killing meteors, that kind of thing. Dave, if you go, you go hard. So I would say first man to Mars? Mm. Mm. Maybe. First man to eat a Mars bar. Is there 
I just wrote this new book called Is There Weed in Space by Dave Winner. <laughs> <laughs> that question's easy for me. Oh, God, like Siri is like trying to get the hell out of here. Uh, <laughs> that's it. an easy question for me. If I couldn't be a musician, I would just be a bass player. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That <laughs> so terrible. It's so terrible. Oh, no. Uh, poor it seems like the Yeah, I was just going to say, it seems like a time to, to get up the Dean counter. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you got for uh, what do you got for real answer uh, to the question? You got to have something. It's similar, though. I, I don't know what it is as soon as you get older. So what's her what's her face from the professional? What's the actor's actress's name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Didn't she like go to go back to Harvard, graduate uh -huh. or, or the I think she did. And then the singer from uh, River the river cuomo who who's the singer from uh, weezer yeah that sounds right he went back to something like that harvard or something and graduated in i don't know what but i don't know there is something weird almost like because being in a band you do like i mean you kind of ditch school they're really not very educated people uh, uh at least i can speak for myself <laughs> so yeah, it's like for me too <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of school not a lot of high school no college really and then it's just like uh i don't know yeah now you kind of have some more downtime You're like i could go to college i could do this but i remember you talked about that astronomy class and the first thing i said to you was like well, how many hours is it? And you're like, it's like 40 hours. I'm like, oh, well, how much is it? You're like, it's like 600 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I could blow that. Cause then 600 bucks, but, and then I can feel, I won't feel bad when I bail. It got too daunting. <laughs> I got scared because I was like, this, this gives you three college credits. And I'm like, whoa, wait, hold on. Hold Towards on. your this doctorate. Is, this might be too legit for me. I don't think, I, yeah. I don't think I can, I don't think I can hang with this real life. And it's funny as I went out last night and started talking with some friends of course, my wife and like one of her colleagues. So it's like doctors, you know, we're talking about doctors and, and they're talking about them in, in high school. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I say, meanwhile, I'm talking about how I got kicked out of library assistance class. <laughs> and had the only been, guy to the only, fail <laughs> spare. <laughs> yeah. And I only reason I graduated is because Phil Ayers created a class called Guitar Science. That's 12 right. For me, uh... after I got kicked out of library assistance. Uh, I just can't relate to doctors who are like, I had to, you know, have 4.0, I don't know, everything. I'd be in the best honors class, this. And I'm like, man, I did. I had a spare every block. and I was just not showing up to school. No, no. If I had a spare in the afternoon, then I would go home at lunch. <laughs> not come back. That's it. Yet. I wouldn't go back. And that was, I failed that class. It was science or something. That was failed. Yeah. Yeah. But, so now uh, you look back and you, and you're like, yeah, I, I'd like to be educated. Why? Because I I'm sort not. of skipped that part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's got to be what it is. So there you go. That's a good question. That was and a great was, question. Uh, some great answers. Uh, great answers. Yes. And you know, I don't. She didn't say where she was from in her name either. But I'm gonna. I, she's definitely a Lacey. I'm gonna say. Well, definitely Lacey, Lacey. Massachusetts. I'm thinking Massachusetts. Lacey from Mass. Yep. Thanks for coming out with that one, Lacey. She parked a car up there at Harvard Yard in Boston <laughs> or what? <laughs> I like it. All right. Let's uh, let's see another one. We're, we, I think we're probably running out. We've got a couple more queued up. There we go. Yeah. 
Hi Tyler and Dave, my name's Toby from London, England. My question for you guys is, although we're massive fans of bands like Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue, do you think it's bad for their legacy that they have singers like Axel and Vince who, with respect, don't sing as well as they used to? That's cool. That's an interesting question. Yeah, interesting question. How do we answer this without getting beat up? Um, I, try, I I take a something sort of I, sometimes I try to look at things in a different perspective. So I put it, and you know, being a big hockey fan, I often think of things in like a hockey term and hockey sense. And you see, like the young players, and they, that's when they're playing the best, and they're awesome, and they score, and they you know they get interviewed, and they just like shoot out the BS answers, and they just like their their little hockey robots kind of like what you yeah. are when you get started and then you kind of learn throughout their career they learn they get to the end of their career and it's like you know they don't have like the flash they used to have when they were younger but now they're they're honest Thanks. they take the stuff that they've learned they're you know people are learning from them and uh you know i don't i don't think that you get to a point where you start to consider your legacy anymore you start to think now just about taking your opportunity to continue to enjoy what you love to do. And, and I think about it in terms of bands like say Alice and Chains who lost their singer and then like they get together and they get a new singer and people are, are like, I don't know, is that right? Is that, and I just think about the, the band guys that want to play together that, you know, they yeah. played music together forever and they just want to play music together. And I, I get to this point where I think the whole idea of your legacy and, 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 what it means it starts to not be as important as the fact that you know you you get to continue to do what you love to do and i don't think it sullies the legacy in in the long run of a band like right. say motley Crue. uh you know for vince neal to be able to go out there and not be able to pull off what he could pull off back in the day it doesn't take away from the you know him now I, you know he could do it so now it's like yeah. he's getting out he's bringing these people the memory they all know that he's not 25 year old vince neal you know they're getting uh the the vince neal that is able to come out and, and perform for them now and give them that amazing time so i mean i love to see it i don't i don't want these people to just cut their career short like you know there's this the band for example who just went and did like the last waltz and it's like hey we're this is we're at our prime we're gonna just have one last show have some invite some friends and and end it on a high note i mean that's really awesome but then i look at it and go I just would love to have had a chance to see you guys, even not on your high note. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What day, how come you never say what the band's name was that did the last waltz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the band, bro. The band. No, I, let me ask you one more time. Uh, yeah. I mean, being a singer, I'll tell you, like I, I went and uh, our vocal coach, go, coach here in town, she does, uh, she has a bunch of other people in opera and, she does the the singer from Paramore and stuff, and it's 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 all we all have the same freaking problem. Uh, as we get older, our voice changes, and she actually said that men's voices don't change until they sometimes get into their forties. It's not like a puberty thing. It's actually like, and she says she's seen opera singers that will be a a tenor, and then they'll get to the forty, and then they'll become a bass, and their career mm -hmm. is over because then they can't sing any of that stuff. So that's the one thing that's kind of frustrating being a singer is that it's the inevitability of you will not be able to hit that stuff. I'm not going to be able to sing Bad Girlfriend when I'm 70 years old. It ain't happening. All the bases are like, oh, look who came <laughs> around, huh? What, the tenors don't want you no more? 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> Didn't want to know you're hanging out with the base. Yeah. Beat it. You're with the real man now. <laughs> you're with the real man now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a little scary, but yeah, Dave's right. Like we just want to play. We want to perform. So uh, it's tough too, because when you're young, I remember going in with Howard Benson on our second record. And the first thing he said to us is like, we need a tune out, pitch this stuff up. We need to make this stuff like higher. And we're like, okay. Of course, didn't really figure it out till we got in the studio and I'm singing like everything at the top of my range. And his idea was like, let's just make some great songs. You can figure it out later how to sing it. <laughs> so obviously I sang it, but you know, like how do you sing that every night for the next 20 or 30 years? Right. So, uh, I mean, he was right, but yeah, it all catches up to you. So I'm sure, I'm sure it kind of is what it is, especially in the eighties when you have a lot of that, the cool thing to do in the eighties was to sing like a woman. Remember Every guy high, in the eighties sang as high. Yeah. Think about um, Sebastian Bach. I was just going to say Sebastian Bach, you know, like slave to the grind. And he was just, yeah, everything was about trying to sing, sing as high as you can and to, and to actually wear makeup like a woman. So now we're here in 2021 and it's really difficult for them to do, pull that off. So <laughs> yeah. but you do what you got to do, man. You got to do. That's a great question. Yeah, these are good questions, guys. Well done out there. Do we have any more questions? We, have, we have one, one more. more question, Dave. Let's, Let's see it. it. Hey, boys. Joel with uh, Funky Moose Records and the Sit Down Podcast here. Wanting my question. Ah, fuck. We've actually yeah, heard that. No, 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 no. Hey, boys. Joel from <laughs> nice the Sit promo. Down Podcast from Funky Moose Records here. Uh, small town Saskatchewan want to know if you guys will accept this invitation to come on our podcast uh, can maybe elaborate on the story we heard from weapons that you guys coined the term W3 Apons that'd be awesome boys <laughs> thanks I was say, what is weapons? But then when he said W3 That's that Canadian band. Then I realized. So yeah, our last tour that we just did before the pandemic hit uh, was, a, was a Canadian cross-Canada tour. And we did the tour with a, a band. Are, are they from Saskatchewan? They're from Saskatchewan, I think. Uh, they're called Weapons. And they were, they were a bunch of uh, great young kids. Uh, I think it was kind of one of their first uh, real tours across the country and uh, our first show was in Vancouver and they had signs for their dressing room. And I guess they, their logo, their, their band name logo, their, the E is a, is a backwards three or something like that. And so we just, you know, what you like to do, uh, there's always a little bit of rasin. There's a little bit of rasin with, you know, young bands when they uh, get on a tour with you and it's all out of, out of love and appreciation, you know, but uh, we always love to, to give a little razz so i saw you know the w3 apons and we're like we gotta we gotta we gotta call them w3 apons so we all introduced yeah. ourselves to them <laughs> just uh, hey what's up guys you you you're the boys in w3 apons uh nice to meet you <laughs> i think <laughs> you led that yeah <laughs> nice. it's gonna be a good tour uh the theory and w3 apons cross canada tour is gonna be a good run guys yeah we're gonna, you know what? I'm gonna introduce you tonight on stage too. <laughs> Their name, yeah, W three Apon sounds like like an internet password or something. It, yes, it is. You need to have one number and one piece of uh, yeah. punctuation in your password. 
One capital. Yeah. So the guy has a, a podcast called Sit Down Podcast from Funky Moose Records. Let's do it. Let's go on their podcast. I'm down. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I want to know where he said small town Saskatchewan. Like we're not going to know where it is. Come on, man. There's been places to every out there called small. We've been to every town in Saskatchewan, all three. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So there's a know. town called where's Buffalo jump. That's it's a place called Buffalo jump. Is that Alberta? There's I Moose so. Jaw. There's another one too. Isn't there like some, there's another yeah. one with something to do with animals falling off a cliff or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch Interesting of names up there in the prairies. Yeah, sure. There you go. We, we accepted it, it. We so accept. uh, that was uh, that was fun, man. Uh, the fan questions are fun. We'll do another bout of this. We've got some more in the can, and you know what? Don't be afraid. Send your video questions to bandmeetingpodcast at gmail Please make sure to say your name and where you're from, so we don't. Otherwise, have to we're going to. Other, yeah. Otherwise, we're going to tell you your name and where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, Dave. That was so, fun. Uh, I enjoyed that. I love the the connection. Like we said earlier, you know, it's uh, it's good to see these faces and 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 hear their questions, and just look forward to just getting back out and rubbing our faces together soon. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to do some uh, inward singing, uh, mouth to mouth with one of you yeah. guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyways, follow us on our socials, <laughs> Band Meeting Podcast and all that crap. Uh, check out our merch store and we'll see you on the next podcast. Dave, anything else? No, I think uh, just uh, it was fun. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. And uh, cue outro music. Bye. <laughs>